Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Continuing through our own lifestyle journey, October 2020 brought a lot of sexy Halloween fun. From parties to costumes, we enjoy some very sexy fun with several couples, and I give an impromptu show in a hallway with a single guy. So we're back at the sex apartment with G and Nessa, that's me. Continuing our stories through the lifestyle, we're now at October of 2020. This is our Halloween month. And one crazy Halloween month it was. It really was. Up to this point, as we've been telling these stories, it has been almost weekly or every other week for the first few months after we got that first experience under our belt. But the end of September into early October was selling the house, packing, and moving into the new house post-renovation. So we were crazy busy during all that. Super busy, yes. And it, I'm going to say it like it was a long time, but compared to all these last few episodes, four weeks in between club visits for us was a long time. At that point in time, yes. It still is, I think. We had met a couple in June that invited us to their house party. This story we actually talk about in episode 16 of season one. Season one, yeah. It is our worst of, and I think it's still safe to say that that... It remains so. It it remains by far. (laughs) Nothing has blown that one out of the water yet. (laughs) Nothing's even come close to that one yet. And let's uh, knock on some wood here because I don't want anything else worse. That was the day we moved, and friends of ours asked us to come to their house party and checked daily into hourly into every 20-minutely. Hey, are you coming? You're coming. You're coming. I actually tried to convince us not to go, but you were adamant that our friends asked us to go. If they backed out on us, we'd be disappointed. We're not people that disappoint others, or we try our best not to be. So we went. You went as Wilma, and I went as Barty. We were a swapped. Sorry. Wilma Flintstone and Barney Rubble. The for all those people. characters from the Flintstones, for any of those of you that are 30 and under that. But to the youngins <laughs> at this party, we were just cavemen. Yes, <laughs> they had no clue because they were all 20-somethings that just looked at us. Whoops, and we didn't dress for our said, crowd. Oh, those are cute cavemen outfits. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're so sweet. We won't get into all the downsides from this moment. I think we beat that to death in episode 16. Yes, and if you want to hear all about that night, go ahead and go back to... There is some learning experience to be had there for sure. It's a great story. I agree. It's a great story. Just wish it hadn't happened to us. (laughs) I agree. But that's okay. We live, we learn. Two of my favorite moments from that night. Yes, which are? Early in the evening, I got a double blowjob from two women that weren't you, which I have not experienced very often, but I was thoroughly enjoying that. And that was a double blowjob from two women I had never received a blowjob from before either. Even better. Check, so check. It, it was a very good time. And then about an hour later, 
just before the lights flicked on. Again, check episode 16 if you want to find out why. (laughs) (laughs) But just before the lights flicked on, you were going back and forth doing a double blowjob. And I think that was, was that my first double blowjob? That was your first double blowjob. So those were two of my very favorite moments from that. And I will say you have quite perfected the double blowjob (laughs) and are now working on your triple blowjob. Training. Got to keep working on it. Got to keep working on it. Practice makes perfect. I agree. I've always been told perfect practice makes perfect. Yes, it does. And I think we just need some more perfect practice. Anyway, moving on (laughs) from that night. Moving on. I'm happy we can walk away from that experience with some good memories. It really was a very fun party that ended in a way that it shouldn't have. I agree. And because the way it ended, we almost took a break at that moment. Emotionally, it was tough for me to come back from that experience and have confidence that the lifestyle was where I was going to find friendships that were more meaningful because this was what I thought was a good friendship. I agree completely. was kind of burned. We had an opportunity to talk to some people about it. Gave them the whole story. Yeah, I got a lot of support from other friends. Echo and Falcon were huge. Echo spent a lot of time talking to you about it. Gina also. Gina and Tony. Gina. Talked to Echo first, like more immediately. We 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 texted with her a lot and then... Gina, and then we later, ran into a party a little bit later. Yeah, and, and then later on that. I talked to Gina. What was nice was to hear their perspective, having not been there. And I felt I did the story justice, not just from my own point of view, but... You were very adamant about what we <clears> do and all of that, so yeah. we're, we're getting far. Way too into too many details for something for that For something we, we haven't even discussed. Yeah, We, we don't want to bring up, so... I agree. No. Again. Uh, so, yeah, ultimately reaching out to both Echo and Gina after the fact, was very helpful for me to kind of regain my confidence. Just a reminder that have friends in this and they are supportive and that it was reassuring to have the support of other friends within the lifestyle. Very much so. We were feeling pretty good Mm -hmm. and Halloween season was starting at the club. The club we go to has three different Halloween parties. Because the main Halloween party is so big, the club is attempting to spread out that crowd. It's doing that and it's also offering that opportunity for people that can't go on the night of the big event to still have the opportunity to get dressed up and wear a costume to a party. Even if it's not the big one, there's still... The Saturday before, the Friday before, and then the big Saturday party. Well, that and actually, you know, there are actually a lot of vanilla Halloween parties that people attend as well. While it's a big night for swingers, it's also a big night for vanilla people. And I'll be honest, I haven't attended a vanilla Halloween party since my freshman year of college, actually. What is wrong with you? (laughs) It was a frat party. I had just discovered the buy side of my girlfriend at the time. Halloween sounds like a great night for you. She had the idea in her head that it would be great to have her and this other girl dress as my sex slaves and wear collars and have me tie a rope from my belt to their collars and we'd walk into a party this way. And we do that. I don't remember much of the party, to be completely honest. What does one who has sex slaves wear? I was wearing jeans and a black (laughs) t-shirt. That that, that was a problem I really didn't know. And they were just dressed sexy, but with collars. Yeah. And we weren't there more than five minutes before she kind of untied the rope from her collar just to kind of go off and talk to people. And the other one didn't. So I was like, (laughs) all right, then. I got one. The other one got loose. Spent a lot of time with her. her. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, that one didn't go where I wanted it to. And Aww. It, they weren't real sex yes. slaves. They were just really... Well, one of them was. And that went there, but the one that we brought with us, it didn't. And I still remember her room number. She was 422222. It was, I think, only three twos, but we always called her 422222222 because of that. Anyway, moving on to our Halloween parties. <laughs> Gosh. Yes. So then we went to the first of the three Halloween parties at our club. We were just going to go to the two Saturday parties. Mm-hmm. just to give a chance to hang out with people that might not be able to make it to the well, other. I think, didn't the Halloween party itself fall on Halloween or it something did. like that? Yeah, so some of our friends who had children were not going to be... So we go to the week before Halloween party, dressed up as Prince Charming. And Snow White. Sexy Snow White. Very fucking sexy <laughs> Snow White. We didn't know very many people that were there. No, it was like dead. It, it really was, was much, a, a much smaller party. And not everybody dressed up. It was kind of strange. It, it was. But there were two couples there mm-hmm. that were hanging out, talking to each other. And we got the opinion that they were vibing very well. One of them... The male half kept coming up to us and talking, and we were trying to kind of phase our way out of it because we tend not to interrupt other couples while they're talking. So we were kind of standing off to the side. The other couple, which happened to be Quinn and Mr. J, kind of walked away and went for their own little promenade while we hung out with this other couple. We ended up sitting down at a table, and we talked to them for two, maybe three hours. Yeah. And didn't quite get that transition moment. No, and it just, but the conversation never really went there. It was a very vanilla conversation. Mm-hmm. We were talking about friends, jobs, kids, you name it. Pandemic. I think that was like that everybody's was, conversation at the time. And you had to with, be seated to take off your masks yeah. and all that. So having seats was part of <laughs> part of the conversation. We're just going to stay here so we can keep our mask off. And then at one point you get up to go to the bathroom. So I referred to in a past podcast about there was only been a few times that I've left your side in the club atmosphere where I went off alone. This was one of those times where I went off on my own to go to the bathroom. In this instance, I chose the bathroom that it's just a single bathroom with a door that's... It's back in the play area where we promenade. It's less frequented by all the people that are at the bar. So it's usually a shorter line. And because it's put in amongst all the rooms, a lot of people are standing in the hallway or nearby. I get to the bathroom and there's a line. And one of the people standing in the hallway is single guy number two from season one was episode seven. It was part of my favorites. Our best of. And I think we have a few that challenge that now, but. Let it be. (laughs) He reappears also in episode one of this season, season two. He does get his second shot to make up for the work that he didn't do in the first time, but sure did pick up on the second time. So if you want to hear a little bit about his story, visit those episodes. But the Uh, good news is he's now played with you on two different occasions. Correct. So at this point, we know each other rather well. When I see him in the club, it's always big smiles. Hello, how are you? He is so welcoming and quick hug, firm handshake, smiles. How are you guys doing? Yeah, it's always a pleasure to see him. I'm on my way to the bathroom. And now I will say you're heading to the bathroom because we have been sitting at these tables for a while now. And you had had a handful of beverages to this point. Naturally. It's fair to say you were a handful of drinks in as well. Yes, I was. Feeling good, standing in line. We'll continue to call him single guy number two, just for sake of clarity. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think we gave him a name in <laughs> we, episode We one. did not give Just him a name. Uh, single guy number two is there. Uh, I think he was watching some other events that were happening earlier in another room. So he was happened to be in the hallway, but not standing in line for the bathroom. I gave him a big hug and we embraced and a kiss. I reached down and kind of rubbed his crotch area on his pants. Dirty girl. <laughs> And he is hard. It's like I was like, whoa, what were you watching? Jeez. He's just already ready to go. And I found that super hot, super attractive. My snow white top was stretchy. Very stretchy. <laughs> I, I would say very easy to pull down. God, the more I think about this, the more I wanted you to put that on soon. I, I really, what? I want to see you in that again. I kind of like that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm, I'm having flashbacks of you wearing that and I thoroughly enjoy it. So. Okay. So I'm wearing this stretchy top and single guy number two. <laughs> it is hard to call him that, actually. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. So I'm wearing this stretchy top and single guy can easily get to my tits. And he pulls them out and he kind of starts sucking on them and licking them. And then in great fashion, I drop down to my knees and I pull him out and I put him in my mouth. And I enjoy that for a little bit, but I really have to pee. All while the line is slowly moving (laughs) one by one. (laughs) And so out of the corner of my eye, I happen to notice that the bathroom is free and I can go and I... Oh, I really, so I actually take it out of my mouth and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I really have to pee. I go to the bathroom. I mean, that's what you were in line for. (laughs) I mean, that's what, yeah, but it was just one of those, like, I probably shouldn't have gotten involved in doing all that if I knew I had to It wasn't expected and (laughs) had he not been hard, I'm sure you wouldn't have, but. This or is, maybe you would this, have. I don't know. No, this, I think the hardness was what prompted the follow through. I don't know. I didn't totally follow through. Anyways, I go to the bathroom, come out. He's still there. Probably with a very large smile on his face. He opens his arms to another embrace. He's like, you know, one more hug to say goodbye. One more kiss to say goodbye. And I fall totally for every second <laughs> of it. And so I give him a hug, give him a kiss. And I decide that. Um, I should probably finish what I started. So (laughs) dropped out to my knees. This time he's a little more intense with holding my head and making sure that he's getting a little more out of the exchange. He doesn't want you to have to pee again. (laughs) He knows I don't have to pee at this point. So I do what I set out to do and I finish what I started and I get him to. That's why you're such a good trooper. Come in my mouth. And as I'm kind of standing up to give him another hug and kiss now. An actual really. hug yes. and kiss goodbye. Now a really goodbye um, hug kiss. I happen to notice that one of the creepy guys <laughs> of the club, there I mean, I think t- every club might have every them. Every club has a handful of single guys that will make that continuous walk around hoping it's, just to find... They're kind of just lurking. They are more... I would put them in the voyeur category. Yeah, or, and that's okay. I'm totally down for people who are voyeurs, but... Because there's people Sometimes that want to be watched. And even if it's by a creepy guy who will stand there and pull out his dick and just jerk and off just at the window, yeah. at the door, or the window or whatever, they all have their place and they all have their need for you. And he was, he was free to watch. I didn't, we it, weren't in a room. It was in a fucking there was hallway. No, it was in a hallway. Yeah. There's, I'm not at all worried about or concerned that he got his chance to have a little show. I just happened to notice that when I stood up and I'm like, oh, he was watching that whole time. But sometimes me with a couple of drinks, I'm a little bit oblivious to 
people around me. All in all, it was a great experience. However, again, one of these experiences that happen without you nearby or within eyeshot, I get back to the table. And I think at this point, you actually were a little bit concerned it was taking so long. You had been gone a little while. Yeah. But it's one of those, well, I assume it's the line. And I was talking to this other couple. And again, it wasn't going anywhere sexy, but it was still a good conversation. We kept having it. You sat down with a big smile on your face. (laughs) I don't know when I filled you in on this. You didn't fill me in on uh, right right when you sat down because, again, we were talking to another couple. We finished up our discussion with them because it was actually pretty darn close to closing at that point. We did end up talking to them like the whole night just talking and they said hey we're going to be back on friday you should come and see us like oh we really didn't plan on going we have the kids i don't know if we can make it just moved yeah so we we kind of left it up in the air they said okay well it was great meeting you hopefully you could make it they get up you whisper in my ear that you have a story to tell me yes and we head to the car (laughs) and you tell me the story on the way home and it gets me very turned on very. because I'll be honest, when I was leaving, I was like, I can't believe we went to a Halloween party and we didn't play, especially after the events that happened before where I kind of wanted us to jump right back on the horse and get to it. So I was like, oh man. But then you told me a story. I was like, oh man, yay. All right. And there, there was no, I'm pissed. I missed this. You hit me with vivid details. The storytelling was perfect. Which is rare for me. I will say you're one of the better storytellers I've been with, but you could still use a little bit of work. You you did bring up the other day that maybe you should write it down, which I am all for. I would love to read your erotica. That would be fantastic. (laughs) It's a pressure on the spot type of thing for me. My mind seems to go blank as soon as we're mid-sex and you're like, say something sexy. And I'm like, what? My brain is mush. I can't think of a thing. (laughs) Whatever, fucking my guess. <laughs> it's like, what do you, I, my coin dancer, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to tell me what you want. I just uh, want to know. I'm so bad, but that's like just a moment that I can't think. I you can't. have found the one and only complaint I have about you during <laughs> sex. I know. <laughs> And I wish there was a class you could take but to this be better at it. Or- is also why I enjoy you being in the room and seeing for yourself what happens. So therefore, I don't have to necessarily give you the narrative from start to finish. You're there seeing all of the things that you want to see. Because, you know, even if I tell a story, I'm not focused on the same details that you want. But with this, I will this remember time, you things. fucking nailed it. That's that's all I know because I was not a lot to remember that. Tired drive home. <laughs> I believe you did pull it out and gave me a blowjob on the way home as well. You were pretty turned on. I, I was very turned on. <laughs> that night, we reached out to the couple that we saw and said, "You know what? We're going to try to make it." And we reached out to Quinn and Mister J and said, "Hey, it was great meeting you. Sorry we didn't get a chance to further talk with you. Hopefully, we can see you again sometime." Yep. The week goes by, and then multiple people asked us to go to the Friday party. And we weren't going to go to that Friday event, but these two couples that we talked to the week before were asking us to go. We had a handful of friends that were all saying, yeah, I think we're going to go. We should we should go. We, let's do this one. It's not going to be that crowded. We should go. So we end up deciding, fuck it, let's go. We actually expected a lot of people to be there that we knew. Yeah. We had a costume planned for the next night. We had our costume planned for the previous Saturday party. So we decided to pull out the old Wilma Wilma and Barney costumes. And Barney. This time, people there actually knew who actually we were. Understood. And they said, that's the perfect swinger costume because, of course, they would swap and that's who you should be dressed as. So that went over well. 
Yes. Yeah. In fact, Mr. J specifically commented on our costume and he thought it was fantastic. That was actually a conversation starter for... It was. And he was dressed as Larry the Cable Guy and he kills that part to a T. Oh my gosh. He even has the voice and everything. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then Quinn dressed up as Harley Quinn is going to get me every time because she's my favorite. One of your favorites. You like princesses and Harley Quinn. Yes, yes, I do. It's a weird combo, but what can I say? But as you said, Quinn and Mr. J are there. And as we have mentioned many times before, plans change in the lifestyle. (laughs) And nobody else was there. Yeah, it was another really... literally... Small party. I'm thinking maybe 40 people max. Yeah. And thank God Quinn and Mr. J were there. Because we fucking hit it off. Big time with them. Oh, yeah. It was great. We chatted all night. It was fantastic. They entertained the shit out of us, if you couldn't tell, in their other episodes. And I, I hope people don't let the Quinn and Mr. J name throw them to kind of veer from the episodes, because I think they're both fucking hilarious. That night, we get to experience Mr. J's first full swap. And this happened to be the day that he decided it would be a great idea to take a gas station boner pill. A term he has coined. He has. (laughs) I was very excited to head back and play because Quinn is a squirter. One of your favorite things. And we had not experienced that together yet. No. We head back to the room and the two of you start out. Me and Quinn to be specific. Yes. (laughs) Yes. She goes down on you for a while. Mm -hmm. You're enjoying that. Yes. And then you flip positions and you start going down on her. (laughs) And now mind you, we hadn't seen her squirt yet. We had only heard that she squirts. And I had never been with a woman who squirts either. So this was my first So time. you're aware of the squirting, yeah. but not exactly sure what you're getting yourself into here. Correct. Yes. So you're going down on her and she's getting closer and closer. And she even says, I don't want to squirt on you. She speaks to the fact that she... That she's about to and she's trying to hold back <laughs> yes. and warning you. I'm like, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Not knowing what Not to knowing expect. Not knowing what you're in for. <laughs> Which may have been a little bit uh, overzealous. I was very overhappy, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and she let go, and boy, did she squirt all over. Yes. Everything. And you, you, <laughs> I had to back up. You, you recoiled and said, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's squirting. That's what squirting is. Cool. Okay. All right. Um. All a new experience for me. Check. Me and Quinn separate to exchange partners. So now I'm... Yes, because now the guys are both very hard and turned on from what just happened. And I think you and Quinn get the puddle-soaked bed and me and Mr. J got over... You do jump over to the other bed (laughs) and (laughs) I am more than happy... To have fun in the puddles? Yes. (laughs) Splash in the puddles? Now again, this is where I had been mostly watching and wasn't really sure what I would be doing here. I actually kept my boxers on and was like, nope, lay back down. I want this now too. So I start going down on her, just do everything I can just to get her to do it again and again and again and again. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy. And she sure wasn't complaining either. But at the same time, I kept glancing over to you and watching you get to experience Mr. J's first full swap. Yes. So it's been a while since this experience. So I don't remember specifically all of the positions we hit, but I do know we were in doggy style and we were missionary, me on the bottom. 
I believe I was on top at one point. And the more and more he did it, the sweatier and sweatier he got. And he kept talking, boy, this room is really hot. I didn't happen to notice how hot the room was, but he was turning red and red and red. (laughs) He was. I know we were both working really hard, so I thought maybe he was just working up a sweat. I didn't and think we, it was we knew nothing of the gas station boner pill. Yeah, he didn't he didn't fill us in on this until much long after the effect. Quinn goes to go down on me, but knock knock knock. It's time. Club's closing. Yeah. I am bound and determined to make sure that Mr. J gets a full swap experience. So he ends up coming in my mouth. He is totally soaked. He's exhausted. And he like moves over to like the farthest point on the bed away from us, just trying to get cool air. And he's... Yep. So the three of us are getting dressed. <laughs> we're, we're, getting dressed. we're there. And he's, is there a garbage can? Oh. And you're like, yeah, here. And you hand it to him and he starts just, just dry heave, dry heave, dry heave. Yeah. He's red. He's panting. We're like, uh, and knock, knock, knock. You guys got to go. Like, okay. And we kind of walk out of the room. Well, at this point, me and Quinn exchanged phone numbers. We didn't actually have their phone numbers. We only had their site name online. Mm -hmm. We were legit scared for them because this was, we thought he might have been having a heart attack. We We really did. Actually, the person who knocked on the door was the club owner, and we walked up to her as we walked out of the room, and we're like, you should probably go back in that room and check on them Just because- keep an eye on them. Yeah. yeah. We were very concerned. Fortunately, you didn't fuck him to death, so <laughs> that was good. Oh, he survived. That, that, that would have been an interesting thing to have on a resume, but <laughs> remember that time the guy died at the club? Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. That was- <laughs> But no, he survived, so that's good. <laughs> Careful with that one. So we left that night to go home and try to get a little sleep in between unpacking boxes and get ready for the actual big 500 plus person Halloween party. So the next day we get dressed up again. And this was our planned costume. I was a minion. You were a very, very sexy minion. A sexy minion. And I was a very, very unsexy group. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I continue to insist on wearing very (laughs) large, warm costumes. Scarves. (laughs) furry things (laughs) we should start picking our costumes a little more consciously for you we we really i think they they end up revolving around me and then you just happen to fall in wherever works we we find we find the sexiest possible costume for you and now that i think about it that fucking prince charming costume was warm was it was a suit jacket and pants and i know so this party the real halloween party We start off the party at a table with a large group of friends. The couple from the last episode that pulled you aside was there. And we picked up right where we left off because I was very eager to see this continue and get to see you interact with them. And I will say that you guys pretty much picked up right where you left off. And she was very eager to go down on you. Yep. And you were very welcoming of letting him go down on you as well. (laughs) Of course. This time... When she was going down on you, when he stood next to you, when you rubbed his cock through his pants, he actually took your hand and put it down his pants. And he was very hard. And you promptly pulled that out and started giving him a blowjob right there at the table. And I was like, this is going to happen. We're going to head back and we're going to have a great time. She then also informs me, I hope you're ready to get wet because I'm a squirter. And I'm like, fuck yeah. All right. (laughs) But... This again happened super early in the night and we're sitting there hanging out and he's super focused on making sure this happens, very focused on you wanting to move this forward. And she starts getting a little uncomfortable with that. As the night progressed, I could see that she was becoming more uncomfortable with 
the idea of the swap. And I don't know if that was something I was just reading from her body language with him or if that was something. He brought up us going back. It got to a point where it was almost every other minute. Yeah, it was getting to be quite a bit. I I don't know if she could tell that we were like, hey, not yet. And was just basically telling him, hey, knock it off. Let it happen. Don't push it. Don't force it. There was definitely some frustrations between the two of them. Where that stems or what those were, I don't don't, know. We've never talked to him about it. We never asked him about it. It's not even fair for us to assume what it was. Right. It's just we saw that there was not a solid level of agreement as to moving forward with them. Right. It seemed they were on two different pages. So when they went out to smoke and we're sitting there with Tony and Gina, who are dressed as cowboys. <laughs> because using- at this time we had to wear masks and they used their bandanas as their masks. They had really, they were super cute. I love their costumes. Uh, they were super cute with that, but you were also super cute with your little minion mask with the little eye. And- <laughs> <laughs> it worked out perfectly. And then I had the Gru face as my mask and that just wasn't, again, not sexy at all. <laughs> What can you do? I liked it. It worked because I pulled off your sexy minion. Yes. Perfect. And well, with Tony and Gina there, it's a very easy way to go, hey, you know what, guys? Let's go for a walk. (laughs) And we know full well the second we go for a walk with Tony, if we pass an open room. there's an open room, it'll be (laughs) filled up. (laughs) And it was a very small room. And we entered in there. I grabbed a chair. You and Gina got at it. Tony quickly undressed. You end up on top of him, riding away, and Gina takes off her hat and puts it on you, and there you are, a sexy little minion. With a cowboy hat. (laughs) Ride him, cowboy. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.